Entrepreneur on Fire 550. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. When you have thousands of designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Looking for a no-strings-attached kind of deal? That's what I like. Here's one. Sign up with audiobooks.com and you'll get your first book for free today. No-strings-attached. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Kimberly Coleman. Kimberly, are you prepared to ignite? I'm prepared. Yes. Kimberly worked in research and finance in corporate America before giving birth to her first son in 2004. Since that time, she has lived her dream of becoming a profitable work-from-home mom entrepreneur by forging an online career as a lifestyle content creator, brand ambassador, and business consultant. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Kimberly, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Well, I'm excited to be on Entrepreneur on Fire. This is one of my favorite podcasts. (laughs) Yes, well, my son just celebrated his 10th birthday this past weekend, and that really was the start of my entrepreneurial leanings. Um, When he was born... My husband and I had a discussion and initially I was just going to take off three months from my corporate job. And then the three months stretched to six months and then the six months stretched to a year. And then finally, we just had to come to the realization that I wasn't going back. It was just that time in New York when every day I turned on something on the news, there was something about something happening to a kid, either in daycare or with nannies. And I just was like, no, I can't leave my baby. (laughs) So my (laughs) husband and I decided that I would stay home for as long as we had, you know, however many kids we had until they were in full day school, as long as we didn't go in debt and we could afford it. Now, my husband is a math teacher in New York City and New York City is expensive. (laughs) And so my goal for the last decade was to be able to stay at home with my kids and thankfully, by being an entrepreneur, I was able to do just that. I love that story. And Kimberly, wow, do I understand how expensive New York City is. I remember looking for a place when I got a job in Manhattan. I finally settled at a pretty cool place in Tribeca, but I you know, was living with somebody else, sharing basically a one-room apartment, which is pretty common in New York City. You just make things happen by putting up you know, a little temporary wall for one bedroom and then the other bedroom and still paying thousands of dollars a month for rent. So I definitely understand where you're coming from and your inspiration for staying at home with your son really impressive stuff. And I really want to dive into that journey. But before we do, Kimberly, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Okay. My favorite success quote from William Shakespeare, to thine own self be true and it must follow as the night, the day thou canst not then be false to any man. 
And that might seem weird as a success quote, a mantra, but it really has served me throughout this last decade and my whole life. Because the reality is whenever I entered into a a business situation or a partnership that I didn't feel especially great about, it usually ended up badly. Kimberly, I've now done over 550 interviews of successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. And I need to share with you that so, so often the failures that my guests share are because they didn't follow their intuition. They didn't follow their gut. And the aha moments and the successes that they've had are because they did follow that intuition. I mean, as humans, Kimberly, we have this innate sense that's guiding us. And sometimes we just need to trust it. And I feel like your quote speaks to that. Do you agree? Absolutely. So share with us an example of how you've actually applied this mantra to your life. Initially, people thought that I was crazy. I mean, I went to (laughs) Columbia. I worked in investment banking and I had a great career. I actually had the office that I always wanted right before I went on maternity leave. Describe that office, Kimberly. In other parts of the country, it wouldn't be anything special. It was just an office with a door. (laughs) But in New York, where space is at a priority, it was like the Holy Grail. (laughs) (laughs) I have my own office. So it, it was an aspiration that I was able to achieve before I left. But in other parts of the world it would not be a big deal at all. Some things are uniquely New York, but you you know New York, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. Oh, I shared one like 200 square foot room with about 15 other people. <laughs> that was my office. So having a door is worth its weight in gold, Fire Nation. <laughs> yes. So to have that and then to leave that in order to parent, just no one, it didn't fit with my type A personality. But what I realized is that you are who you are. So as a parent, of course, that became my number one priority. But because I do have those type A tendencies, I was able to build a business around parenting. So Kimberly, here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love talking about the journey. And you've given us some great glimpses of your journey. And I really want to dive into the entrepreneurial part of it now with our first story. And again, We love stories here at Entrepreneur on Fire. So take us down to the ground level, Kimberly. Tell us a story of a time that you failed. I want to be there with you when that happened and share with us the lessons you learned. It's actually funny because the lesson ties in with my quote. And it's one of those times where I didn't stay true to myself. Right. I told you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So basically, Near the end of last year, I launched a website called Work at Home Mom Time. And the reason I did it is because my husband, my mom, my hairdresser, you know, those three most important people in a woman's (laughs) life, they kept saying, you just need to be a life coach. You need to be a life coach. You need to coach people. That's who you are. That's what you do. And the truth is, I do mentor a lot of people offline and I do help people with different life issues and life balance and budget and this and that and the other. And so finally, after hearing this for years and years, it's like, OK, I don't want to do a, be a life coach, but my passion is helping moms who want to work at home, figure out ways to do that so I can be a work at home mom coach. And so I set it up, but after I set it up, I realized that my heart wasn't really in it. Like I like to share the information, but I didn't want to do it for pay. 
And so it, 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 I pivoted really quickly. I did it for about three months and then I pivoted. But to me, that was a failure because I didn't trust myself. And I just did, I did something because everyone thought I would be great at it. So that's a lesson I really want to continue to drill in on, Kimberly, because it's so important. So what was your intuition telling you? What was your gut leading you towards? You know, at that time, I, I was ready for an addition. I had been doing online stuff for almost a decade. So I definitely was ready for some kind of addition because that's just my nature. But instead of waiting until the real thing came up, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, since everyone says I'll be good at this, then let me just try this. <laughs> and, and that was the problem, not waiting, not being patient. Because a few months later, the real answer came into being, but I wasn't patient. Ooh, I love the suspense. And boil it down for us, Kimberly. What's one lesson that you'd want Fire Nation to walk away with from this point in your life? Well, just because you can do something well doesn't mean that you need to do it for profit. And that's the biggest thing that I took away from it. There's a lot of things that I do great and I can get paid for, just like most people. But if your heart's not really in it and you don't want to do it for money, then you don't have to just because you're good at it. I love that. And what I really pull from that, Kimberly, is that being an entrepreneur is about a marathon, not a sprint. And if we're doing things just because we're good at them, because we can make money from that, those are sprints to the money. But if you're doing something that you're passionate about, that you really enjoy doing, you can build an incredibly viable business around that because of the marathon aspect. Because two, three, five years from now, you can still be growing the same business because your passion is still there. Luckily for Kimberly, three months, pivot, boom, she went after that passion and stop chasing that little sprint to the dollar. So love that, Kimberly. Thank you for sharing that. And it's a perfect segue to the other end of our spectrum, which is the aha moment. And Kimberly, I know you listen to Entrepreneur on Fire and I know you love these stories specifically. So tell us your aha moment. And again, down to the ground level, I want to be there with you when you have that moment and then walk us through the steps that you took to turn it into success. Okay, great. Well, the first year that um, I decided to stay home with my son, uh, I I knew that I would need to add income to the family. And so in my mind, I was just like, okay, well, since I'm going to be a parent, let me just be a parent writer. Even though I had no background, I'm a, a research and sales development person, no background in parenting writing at all. But I started applying and I applied for this position at one of the top parenting sites and they didn't even answer my <laughs> they didn't even answer my email initially. And so instead I started this site called Mom in the City that was my own. And then a year later, and I just consistently worked on that. And a year later, that position opened up again. Unfortunately, the person who held it plagiarized so she was fired and and this time when I applied it was more what do we have to do to get you it was such a different reaction just after a year even less than a year but because I had an online presence the response was dramatically different and so it really helped me to see the power of being online that you really can be seen as an expert in a very short amount of time if you're diligent and do the work So that was the beginning of my online career. 
I love that aha moment and I love that story because I have one that parallels it so well. When I decided to launch Entrepreneur on Fire, Kimberly, I didn't have any broadcasting experience. I didn't have any online presence. So, you know, when I looked at the different networks that were out there and I reached out to them, they weren't going to take me on a podcaster that had no following, that had no proven track record. But you know what? I still looked within. I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, just like you launched your company. And a mere two months after that, because I stayed the course and I stayed focused, I was actually asked to speak at a conference that I just thought I was going to be attending as like a very excited attendee. Now I found out I'm speaking at New Media Expo a mere three months after launching my podcast. And I was asked to speak at that just two months after launching. So look at what Kimberly did, Fire Nation. Look at what I've done by launching our brands, by being out there, by going through it on our own first, getting that audience and building up that experience, then opportunities will start to arise. And Kimberly, break it down for us into just one clear lesson that you learned from that experience. Well, I really did learn that you can write your own story online. Now, you need to be honest and have integrity, but you can decide who you want to be and what market you want to counter. And then if you do the work, it will work itself out. For instance, I did Mom in the City and I really became known as a New York City family fun expert. And then and then um, a, couple, a few years ago, my youngest son, he was what we call a selective eater. So, <laughs> so I was having to try out a lot of different recipes. So I started an offshoot site called Foodie City Mom. And within a year, I was being paid to do cooking demos and write recipes for major brands. And my husband, he, it just blows his mind. We were sit, I was sitting in the kitchen with him and I was working on a recipe for Hidden Valley Ranch. And I was like, can you believe I'm getting paid <laughs> to, to do a recipe? And he goes, nope. And I was like, excuse me, you never had a problem eating my food. <laughs> so, you know, but you really can write your story online if you work hard. Kimberly, I want to pull that out again. You said it twice. I want to say it a third time because, wow, is it powerful. You can write your own story online. And you follow that up, Kimberly, by saying, do the work. In Fire Nation, there's an amazing book by Stephen Pressfield titled just that, Do the Work. One thing that Kimberly found and one thing that I found, Fire Nation, if you actually do the work, you're already in the top 1% of online entrepreneurs. Just do the work. And Kimberly, you've had a lot of great moments. You just shared that one with Hidden Valley Ranch and your husband making that comment and you guys having a nice little back and forth. But what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? See, this is a, a really hard question because I've had such great educational opportunities and experiences, which are very important to me, as well as some really great paychecks. But the proudest moment was my was when my oldest son was talking in the car and I overheard him say, well, well, that's what mommy does. She inspires people. Whoa, I love that. And what was your response to that? Oh, my baby, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
My mommy inspires people. So that was your proudest entrepreneurial moment. I mean, and I know that every parent that's listening right now can understand the power of your kid being proud of what you do and talking about it in a way that just really makes your heart warm inside. So thank you for sharing that really proud entrepreneurial moment. And Kimmy, what I want to really talk about next, and, and let's dive deep into this for a second, because you've gone through quite the entrepreneurial journey. And as you know, as I know, as many people in Fire Nation know that have started this journey, we as entrepreneurs experience the highest of highs. And then lo and behold, the next day, the lowest of lows. It is this crazy roller coaster of emotions that we experience. And it's so important, again, to be on a marathon, not a sprint. And if we want to be on this marathon and, and survive this roller coaster, we need to have some semblance of a balance. So how do you keep some semblance of a balance in this crazy world of an entrepreneur? Having a family really does ground you. Like kids give you about 10, 15 minutes tops to be down in the dumps and woe is me. And then they want something or they want to have a conversation. And so I think that's one thing. But one of my mantras that I always keep in my head, uh, I think it's from Meet the Robinsons, a Disney movie. Yeah. Is keep moving forward. Like some days are going to be great, but you can't rest on those. Some days are going to be awful and you can't stay stuck there. You just have to keep moving forward. So Kimberly, you have a lot of exciting things going on right now. A lot of exciting things and more seem to be cropping up for you all the time. But share with Fire Nation one or two things that just really have you fired up today. Okay, I kind of alluded to it earlier when I talked about just being patient and right. waiting for the next thing, because I kind of think about life in decades. So for me, my last decade of my life was really the focus was being able to work around my family schedule and get both of, I have two sons now, and to get both of my sons in full day school with, uh, you know, without having to put them anywhere else. And so that's been accomplished. So I turned 40 last year and I was like, what is going to be my goal for my 40s now that they're good and settled and they're both doing really, really well. And it came to light after I had to go through getting the work at home mom time thing out of my system. My husband and I are actually partnering on a business and I'm super excited about that because I've wanted to work with him for about a decade. He just didn't want to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But then we were at this Disney press trip and he saw some couples that were actually working together and still happy and loving each other. So it wore him down. <laughs> and Kate and I, you can just point him to us. Yeah. Oh, do you work with your wife or partner? Yes, I do. She is the content creator here at Entrepreneur on Fire. Oh, wonderful. Good. I'm always looking for examples of people who are happily married and working together. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And so we're going to combine his decade of computer programming experience because um, he has an MBA in computer information sciences and he does all kinds of programming. And my decade of online experience and we're doing a web design and development company. So I'm super excited about that. I finally have the partner that I've always wanted. And it's also a scalable business, which I'm excited about because since I started out in business, I understand the difference of different types of setups. And this is something scalable in that I can outsource a lot of the different things. There are certain things that I really love about the web design and development. There's things that he loves about it. And there, there are things that we have 
a group of people who can work on also. So I'm super excited about that. So Kimberly, did he leave his job as a math teacher? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband um, is a middle school and high school math teacher in a high needs area. And they need him. <laughs> they need him. I mean, he's a man of color. And unfortunately, a lot of the kids in his school um, don't have those father figures. So they they just adore him. I actually went and spoke at their career day and they just loved him. I would never want to take him out. But he has tenure and he's been doing it long enough that it's not as time taxing. So he helps out in the evenings, on the weekends and in the summers, which works perfectly. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And make sure to thank on behalf of Fire Nation, your husband who does so much great work for so many people. And Kimberly, before we hit the lightning round, let's thank our sponsors. Aren't we so lucky to have the ability to listen to podcasts instantly no matter where we are? Now you can do the same with audiobooks. Audiobooks.com allows you to download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening, or you can stream them instantly. That means easy access to your great content in the car or the gym. And if you're not a huge fan of listening on your smartphone, you can still stream books on audiobooks.com using your PC or tablet. Here's how easy it is to get started. Head over to audiobooks.com slash fire. Choose from more than 40,000 titles. Don't forget about those business book recommendations you've been hearing on EO Fire. Check out their great membership benefits like one audiobook per month and 33% off additional titles. Sample a couple of books here and there to find the perfect ones. And then get your first book for free when you sign up. It's all at audiobooks.com slash fire. I came across an interesting stat today from the University of Loyola, Maryland. Guess how much color increases brand recognition? 80%. So when you're picking a color for your logo or a palette for your brand, don't take the decision lightly. The right color combination can highlight your business's strengths and draw customers to you. And as you might guess, the wrong combination can have the reverse effect. Designers at 99designs can help you pick colors that fit with your goals and your personality. When I got around to picking a logo for Entrepreneur on Fire, I knew I wanted orange included. It's bright, fun, eye-catching, and has a dynamic quality that speaks to social interaction. Once I nailed down what this logo should represent, it really set the tone for the rest of my materials. If you're looking for the right color for your logo, launch a contest at 99designs.com slash fire today. Logo started just $299. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. Kimberly, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? It sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Actually, I've always had a side gig, like something of my own, even when I was working in corporate America. So I think the thing that helped me back from really going for it fully is timing. I had lived the life and had the experience that I needed in order to be an entrepreneur. I couldn't have been a parent and writer because I didn't have kids. <laughs> so my son always jokes, the oldest, I made you mom in the city. And my youngest son, the picky eater, he always says, well, I made her foodie city mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you, you want those ideas 
And it's just not time. The time in it isn't right because you haven't lived the life and experienced the things you needed to experience to really push you ahead. So Kimberly, what's the best advice you've ever received? I love the classics. Winston Churchill, he says, success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And that is something that I hold very dear to me. My friends are always like, well, aren't you afraid to start a new business when you you have success in this one? Or aren't you afraid to try this? And I'm, I'm just not because I can pivot if it's a failure. It's not fatal. I mean, it's not brain surgery, you get do-overs. So just thinking this way has helped me a lot to take chances that other people might not have. Love that. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contribute to your success? The combination of how I start my mornings, morning devotionals with prayer and then with planning. Like my days are very full, like everyone's, I'm sure, whether you're an entrepreneur, parent, or merge, whatever. And so if I don't plan out my day, so many things fall through the cracks. So I would say that combination of prayer and planning really helped me a lot. Kimberly, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? You know, I really am starting to love Skillshare. I can... It's an online learning platform. I consider myself a lifelong learner. I I just love learning new things. And there are so many affordable business classes and such on Skillshare. Like Seth Godin just did a couple of things like the new business toolbox on Skillshare for a very reasonable price. And I love him. He's one of my favorite thinkers of this generation. Where else are you going to be able to really get an in-depth class from Seth Godin, Seth Godin for less than $50? Right. So I really, really like that. I love it too. And Skillshare, lynda.com, who is actually a sponsor of Entrepreneur on Fire. Just a couple of some great resources that are out there. And Fire Nation, you know you can find the links to this resource and everything that Kim and I are chatting about at eofire.com slash Kimberly Coleman. And Kimberly, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Once again, I'm going with an OD. <laughs> yeah. There is this book called How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betger, B-E-T-T-G-E-R. It was written in 1947, but it's amazing. It talks about, it just has some really great principles, not just in selling, but in any type of business, how important enthusiasm, self-organization, helping other people get what they want being worthy of other people's confidence, setting up a weekly schedule and things like that. It's just a really great book. Dale Carnegie recommends it highly. Well, recommended it. (laughs) Perfect. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Kimberly, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
when I hear you ask guests this question, I always think the sky is the limit. I mean, you have your food, your shelter, no restriction on your time, <laughs> no husband, no kids, no anything. Plus $500, the sky is the limit. But then on the other hand, you don't have, you wouldn't have a social identity. I wouldn't have a social identity. So I think that's what would make it challenging. So I'm the type of person who likes to start things locally and then expand them. So I would take the first seven days to really observe the community that I found myself in, to listen to what their challenges were and get to know people and get to be known in the community. I do that by going to whatever this world's version of local meetups, Eventbrite and Chamber of Commerce meetings were. And then based on what the needs were, where they intersect with my interests and passions, then I would take it from there and start in a business. And Kimberly, what I think is powerful for Fire Nation to really absorb here is that everybody starts with no online social identity. You started with no online social identity. I started with zero online social identity, no online experience, zero broadcasting experience. We have to build it on our own. And let's go back to do the work. That's what has to happen first. And Kimberly, if she was put on this brand new world, what would she do? She would do the work. She'd go to meetup.com. She'd go to Chamber of Commerce. You know, she'd check the Facebook groups and see what was going on in the, in the local areas and maybe Foursquare. That's what you need to do, Fire Nation. And that's really the recipe to start to grow that online presence. Wow, Kimberly, have I enjoyed listening to your journey and the stories that you shared were so inspiring. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Be true to yourselves. Go after your dreams, and don't be afraid to fail. It is not fatal. Trust me. I have failed many times, but I've also had many successes. So I just want to encourage you to go after your dreams and do the work. Um, you can find me if you're a parent, and you can look at find me on mominthecity.com. That's where I share food and recipes and family fun, especially for parents of school-aged boys, because I have two of those. And for those who are looking for web design and development advice or actually who need their webs designed and developed, you can find my husband and I at rkresponsivedesign.com. That's rkresponsivedesign.com. We would take really great care of you. So that's it. Thank you so much. Well, Kimberly, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just type Kimberly into our wonderful search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Kim, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, Don. Fire Nation, are you using webinars to sell your products, to build your email list, to grow your brand awareness? Why the heck not? I know that can be scary, but with Webinar on Fire, we take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. Podcasters Paradise did over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in just four months. And on this free live workshop, we'll show you how you can start hosting your webinar today. Webinaronfire.com. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 